Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 354 of Sports. I'm Tony, and with me, we've got Off-Road Andy. Hello. Uh, for the third week in a row, we are Seanless on Sports, but he was on our entertainment episode, which you'll want to listen to because he talks about his journeys in Ireland, and we actually played a fun little Christmas game. But uh, we've got a jam-packed uh, episode tonight for you guys in sports. A lot happened the last few days, including some Shohei Otani finally found a new home. Um, the NBA in-season tournament came to an end. Um, there's a lot of, uh, football talk with, uh, the NFL, a lot of more injuries happen, more, uh, upsets, stuff like that. So we'll get into the recap of that week, uh, along with also talking about, um, the college football bowls. It is bowl season. The first games are this Saturday and Andy and I are going to pick who we think is going to win, uh, every single game. We're going to pick a winner for it and, um, see how we do at the end of it. Uh, we always like doing stuff like that, but, uh, I think the lead here has definitely got to be MLB. Uh, we're going to start off with, uh, which player do you want to start off with first? There was two big players made a splash this week, but one with the biggest. Yeah, splash. we already, we already mentioned Shohei, so we'll leave that for second. Okay. Or last. Uh, but Juan Soto has been traded to the Yankees. That was, uh, rumored for a while. They were, um, just settling on players. There was a thought that the Padres would have traded Soto at the deadline this year, um, because they were kind of out of it. Um, but they ended up holding on to him. They're still, still end up trading here though. Uh, the package they got back from the Yankees is not as good as what they sent out to get Juan Soto, which makes sense because now uh, Soto will be a free agent after next year. But uh, that gives the Yankees a head start on uh, a big extension for him. Um, and I think the Yankees want to do that. They want to have a uh, you know a young another young player to build around. Um, just one of the best overall hitters. Just yeah, very, walks very a lot too, yeah. so he gets on base. He's going to have guys around him because, I mean, he'll be either in front of or behind Judge, I imagine. And I asked another friend about this. Maybe you have a better answer. Is uh, What's the deal with uh, Rizzo? Has he been able to recover at all with uh, the concussion problem he had? I don't know enough about yeah. <laughs> Yankees baseball. Definitely not following them. They're, they were not even good last year. but um, This should help them, though. He's got that short yeah, fortune right. But one one problem I saw is like their outfield defense is going to be pretty bad because they got Verdugo also, uh, right? Uh, that's true. Yeah, they did. They did make so a they, trade with they, the, yeah, the Red Sox. Um, but Aaron Judge might play center field, so maybe if uh, Verdugo will play center field now. Yeah, I think that's um, they probably did find that issue. But yeah. Verdugo, you talk about a guy that's played in just big cities, huh? Dodd, yeah. L.A., Boston, and now New York. Good for him. He's a he's a fan favorite though. I think. Uh, no, I don't know about he's a fan favorite, but he's uh, It seemed like he wasn't there. Like, they kind of turned on him because it's like, well, you're the guy we got for Mookie. You should be better. And it's like, no, no you can't, can't expect that from Mookie. Yeah. He, he's good with what he does, though. He's a solid hitter. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely some exciting stuff there. The Yankees making yeah. some moves. They got to compete. And uh, everybody, I think, though, is going to be trying to compete with this next team, Andy. Well, let's talk or about... We got another thing. We got one more thing. Okay. Sorry. Uh, the, it involves the Angels. So, they're also involved in the next story. Uh, the Angels traded a couple of guys. Um, in the One of them a fan favorite. I know a lot of yeah. people did like David Fletcher. So, yeah, Max Stassi and David Fletcher to the Braves. Uh, the Braves did not want another catcher, and they traded Stassi to the White Sox, it looks like. But um, not a huge deal, just that, yeah, David Fletcher is, I believe, he's local. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he was a he was a. Just Bummer kinda, to see him go. He was just one of those. He was a good hitter too. Like he had, they, he had a couple fun years. He could he could uh, you know hit a bunch of singles. No power. Doesn't really walk. Um, but then once once you go from hitting 320 with that kind of thing to, to 270, you just become worthless as a player. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what happened there. Not really in the lineup a lot. Um, but yeah, some a lot of people will probably be sad to see him go. But 
maybe they'll be sadder to see some other people go like Shohei. Yeah, Otani finally uh finally gave Andy a reason to smile again in the sports world as Shohei Otani went to the LA Dodgers, which is going to make the top of that lineup very lethal. The whole lineup, but I mean it's crazy to think like there is a world now where the first three batters in that lineup potentially could be Mookie Betts, Shohei Otani, then Freddie Freeman. And then you followed up with, you know, solid other guys. Do they still have J.D. Martinez? Or he no, so, so J.D. Martinez he had a good um, year. was DH, and they they basically told them, if we don't get if we get Otani, you're not going to have a pl- place on this team. But if we don't <laughs> get him, he's honest. then, yeah, so they, they, yeah, they declined his option and everything. So he's he's available. I think the Angels should, should go out and get him yeah, as a replacement they do, DH. I mean, they better do something. But, yeah, that was one of the problems there. But, like, you know, Otani is just that much better than yeah. J.D. Martinez. Just the, the power is just no one. Not many players in, in baseball currently can match that. Um, but, yeah, you're saying, am I happy about this? It's like, yes, of course, I'm happy. I'm going to get to see one. A lot of, the, of money, though. We didn't even say well, that part yet. Uh, yeah, well, I'll get to the money part. I'm just talking about how I feel about the state of baseball and that kind of stuff. Like, the Dodgers were going to be good without him. I feel terrible for the Angels. I, I, I think I talked about it during the summer, too. I will, that how many people are, like, rooting for him to leave because, well, the Angels have failed him and we want to see him on a good team. I don't think that's the way baseball should ever work. Um, I would have rather have seen him ha- have success with the Angels and of course. stay. I think the cool thing for us, at least, is that he doesn't have to go too far. Like, we can still turn on our TV and watch him every Yeah, but every there, night. there are people that are Angels fans that hate the Dodgers and of course. are not going to enjoy this at all. That's what I was actually um, going to say about you. Cause I know you usually hate all the rival teams. Like I know you hate the Lakers cause you're a Clipper fan, but it, I know you've said before that you actually don't mind the Angels. Yeah, I, I think part of it is different, different leagues. You yeah. don't play each other that much. You're exactly. not beating each other in the, in the playoffs. Um, cause yeah, if you did the opposite of like, well, what if, what if, uh, Clayton Kershaw left to go pitch for the giants? Like it would be yeah. like, it'd have a crisis. Yeah. Um, but for, <laughs> Some people they really dislike the Dodgers. It's sad to see that like them taking down the the mural of of Otani and they have to take down all the posters. Um, I was even looking and I was in my my childhood bedroom uh, this weekend and there just was a cup out there, a giant Angels cup with Otani on there. Like I have a bunch of Angels cups and, and I was like, oh, that's sad. That's like I a, think what's going to be sad too is like because I I went to a lot of Angel games this year. I think this year I went to more games than I have in the last few seasons, and it's going to be a bummer because when you're in that area, you're not going to see the the, po- the pictures anymore of him on like the street lights and like the whatever. And then you're going to just not see that many Japanese fans no. anymore. And they're all going down the street. And it's funny because I heard something too about how a lot of uh, Japanese reporters moved to LA because of Otani. And they said like a lot of them were freaking out thinking like, Oh my God, where are we going to go next? And they said, Otani probably talks to them that like, he's such a nice guy that he was probably like, maybe one of those reasons was like, Oh, you know what? I'll stay. I'll stay here in LA for, for you guys. I don't want to see you guys have to leave. Yeah, I think I think next we got to talk about the drama of where he was going. Which yeah, Toronto. it seemed it seemed to be nailed down to two teams as of like a week ago. And then which, there was reports I think on Friday talking because I texted you and I said oh, yeah. it looks like Otani's going to pick the wrong shade of blue. And then of course I texted Andy again on Saturday and said it looks like it's not. But that was the thing. So I don't know. If, I actually I'm glad you brought this up because it reminded me of something I heard today. Apparently when he was going to take that flight to Toronto. People started rushing to the sports books and betting, and the Blue Jays went all the way from fifteen to one to seven to one. So there's people out there that have a Blue Jays seven to one ticket, and he didn't end up going there. So it's like, oh, you poor guys. Yeah. So I mean, I, there's so much, so many different outlets to report on stuff. Like I know a couple yeah. of the people that did report it were like, they're not completely fake, like just random Twitter accounts. They were people that have run websites and stuff. But um, one of the stories was like, and. 
we're tracking a flight from Anaheim to Toronto. And I'm like, there's no flights from Anaheim. Like, fuck you. Like, that's got to be yeah. fake. Like, that that's someone who doesn't know what they're talking about by yeah. saying a flight from Anaheim. They just know, oh, they play in Anaheim. Lane, so it's, yeah. it's, it's like, no. like Costa Mesa or Long Beach would be the yeah. most, um, re- or LAX would be the most realistic. But yeah, it was, it's, it, I didn't believe it. Like, there are people, there are people when that first report happened saying, no, like, wait, none of this is confirmed. You got to wait. You got to wait. Um, and I do wonder how close he really was because there was a lot of consideration there with, um, he's an industry to himself and he would be moving countries like Toronto is, was a weird choice to begin with because of that. Um, but I do wonder why, like how close it really was and why it did come down to those two teams. And did he ever really even consider the angels? Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk, let's talk some finances here. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's gonna make a little bit of money. Well, is he though? Oh, oh, that's right. I saw the tax thing. Well, no, no. That's, oh, there's some interesting stuff going on here. So first of all, what's reported right away was ten years, seven hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's seventy million a year. Um, so that's basically, if you think about it, like the market rate for a top player for a ten year deal is around thirty five million dollars. That gets what like you know, Bogarts, Correa, those kind of long deals that have been signed recently, around there. Um, and Otani is a hitter and a pitcher, so he kind of is getting paid and like both. Um, despite the fact that he won't be pitching next year at all. Um, but then it was reported that uh, he'll be deferring part of that money. Um, and the Dodgers have worked something out so that, like, there's no salary cap in baseball, but there is. Yeah. Um, they do keep track of salaries and have luxury tax lines and all the, and there's penalties and all this kind of stuff. So um, they structure the contract so that they won't be hit with the $70 million um, every year. That was the first report that they're gonna. They did something, so it's only gonna be this this amount. It's only gonna count like forty million towards their luxury tax line. Um, and now it's reported today that he is deferring sixty eight million dollars a year towards the future, towards like twenty thirty five or something. Oh, um, and yeah, part of that is that that's what allows the Dodgers to then take lower amounts as his salary towards the luxury tax because you can if you're getting paid 68 million dollars in 2035 that's and that's what they're agreeing to pay him that's really only worth 46 million dollars now or something like that um so he's moving that money into the future uh the other part of that is uh when his playing days are over he can move cal to move from california to florida or texas or somewhere where it doesn't have state income tax and now he that's when he's making the money will be in the future and he won't have to pay the California state income tax. So he's uh, cheating taxes. He's cheating me I'm a, as a resident of the state. He's uh, trying to avoid those high California income taxes on millionaires. So, um, you know, if that's what he's trying to do, I don't love that. Uh, but they said, no, it's all about they wa- he wants the team to be competitive. That's what he cares about the most. So he does want to get paid, but he wants them to be able to make other moves. So um, they do have still money in the budget to, to make some other moves. They got to get a pitcher. Uh, the starting rotation isn't good right now, and Otani's not helping that this year. Yeah, I was going to say that too because I was like, the Dodgers—it's their, you know, their best play- pitcher, arguably. I mean, he's getting older. I mean, how many more good years do we have out of Kershaw? Well, Kershaw's not even signed. Okay, so then yeah, now, and now really, there's no more money. So. Really, really dire um, rotation right now. But who yeah, is their? What is their road like as of right now? What would be their starting rotation? Well, so Walker Bueller should come back. Okay, so that's because they've had a lot of injuries. Who else got hurt? Uh, 
May. May got hurt. He won't play this year. Gonsolin got hurt. He won't play Gonsolin, this year. That's what I was thinking of. Um, but Gonsolin also, by the way, they say one of the best first names in all of baseball. Sure, yeah. He's Tony, by the way, for he's... anybody listening. Um, but then all the rookies from last year, like Bobby Miller was the good one. Oh, yeah. Um, but they also had like Sheen and he'll get better and too. Gavin Stone and Ryan Pepio. So they've got all these guys. They got all these guys to make a trade P- as well. P.O.P. Yeah. <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall reference for you guys. Sometimes we bring entertainment into sports. <laughs> Um, but yeah, one of the rumors is that they'll go. Out, they'll get uh, Tyler Glass now. Ooh, the, that'd be a nice one. The Rays, because the Rays are always getting. Is rid Glass of now? I don't know why. Is he from the California area? I don't know why. I'm just assuming I that. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. I know he played minor league baseball with a, uh, one of my good friends. So they. Uh, I don't know where he's from. I don't know why. I weirdly, feel like he's from. Oh my God, he is Santa Clarita. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what are the odds? I just guessed California. And, Big place, though, I guess. It's not too hard to guess. But uh we have any other baseball news, or is that going to wrap us he up? He attended Hart High School, along with James Shields, Trevor Bauer, Mike Montgomery. So. Oh, some good pitchers. We have uh, any other baseball news, Andy? Or Not this week. We okay. probably do, but yeah, we'll, we'll cover. We'll try to recap everything. Yeah. So I think moving on next, we're going to. Because, yeah, like I said before, is once this deal was done, I think other things oh, yeah, will start to happen. The dominoes will start to fall. So we'll definitely be continuing to update you guys if any other random trades, because I didn't see the Soto trade coming, but uh looks like there was some reports, though. But um next, we're going to jump into the NBA in-season tournament. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers are your champions of the first ever NBA in-season tournament, and obviously I'm a Lakers fan. I'm watching the game, and I, I, I watched them celebrate, and it was like, even as a Lakers fan, I was like, this is just so stupid like so ridiculous like that we me and my friend were that i watched it with were even laughing joking around that they had goggles on like they were gonna you know do some champagne and stuff and i get it like everybody's got to be stoked everybody you know an extra 500 grand is great but uh especially for those bench players and stuff but you know just i know it had to have hurt i know you must have hated seeing the lakers win it <laughs> Like the little in-season tournament. Because I feel like these tournaments were meant for the smaller teams. We talked about it too. Like maybe a team like the Pelicans or Pacers to win it. So it's like when you see a bigger market team actually win. But I just think it was the way they celebrated. I just couldn't take it serious. But hey, credit to the Indiana Pacers. They they got through some tough teams to get there. So what's strange about this is I can't figure out like – I don't think the Lakers are that good. We've talked about it that they're not in the top tier. I think it was a matchup thing too. I mean, I think if they played Celtics or Bucks, they and would have lost. Well, yeah. What what really happened here? The Lakers take it seriously. LeBron took it seriously. LeBron was great, but LeBron's not going to hold up over the whole season. Well, the Pacers, um, I will say, had no answer for Anthony Davis. I did watch yeah. that game. They they just don't have a big, and they like to play fast and play well, fun. They, and they got rid of Daniel Tice and that Turner's. Yeah, that was a mistake. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, just I, th- I think that the thing here with the with the Lakers, Lakers went seven and zero during they yeah. won they won all four Pacers group games. Pacers were undefeated too. Well, you had to be basically because you <clears throat> you either had to be four and zero or three and one to to make it. Um, but yeah, the Pacers they beat Boston and Milwaukee back to back, and then they lose to the Lakers and it wasn't even close. Like no, what? What does that tell you? You would think the Lakers are the I mean, best team in the NBA. Well, I, um, I think what based it, on what happened, it in could this also tournament. tell you is that I think. When you what you just said, you're Indiana. You played Boston. You played Milwaukee. Those are two, arguably the two best teams in the NBA. And I, actually, I wouldn't even say arguably. I think they are the two best teams in the NBA. And I think actually, I guess you could say Denver could sneak in there. But regardless, two of the best teams in the NBA. And I think uh, you play two tough games like that. It's, it's a physical, and it's like you look at the Lakers. It's like okay, they beat Phoenix in a close game, but then look what they did in New Orleans. I mean, that was really out of control. Like they didn't even have to like worry. They were basically rested going into the finals. 
And um, yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting. I mean, have they? Do you know if they've said it? I mean, is this going to be something that continues in the future? Are we going to see this again next year? Or was this like a one and done type thing? I haven't seemed, heard. I would assume they're going to do it next. year. I think year. they will too because it seemed like you know the way I know LeBron was hyping it up. Like they were all stoked. Like oh, it was the first ever in. in I didn't watch it but, at all. Um, yeah, we watched a little bit of it because yeah, I just didn't care. The game didn't. The game didn't count. It doesn't count towards regular season. Yeah. At all. But uh, yeah, that's enough about that. Do we want to quickly go into some uh, some college basketball before we get into the meat and potatoes of football? Sure, yeah. What, what do you got there? Uh, all I got there for college basketball is that uh, I just wanted to point out, to be really quick, that uh, speaking of LeBron James, his son, Bronny James, made his uh, college debut, which obviously after having his heart issue, pretty pretty cool that he was able to get back out there. And he did something his dad's never done, and that's score points in a college game because his dad never played college basketball. But uh I thought you were going to say he did something his dad's never done, which is lose to Long Beach. Yeah, and that was the thing. That's the main yeah. reason I wanted to talk the about NBA this. The NBA team in Long Beach has never beat the Lakers. This is the second time now this year that they've lost to a Big West team and Long Beach in the Big West, or not anymore. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so Long Beach, and they've lost to UCI. So they've lost to two fair – I mean, UCI, very local to us uh, right here. Yeah. Before we do the podcast, yeah, very, very local, actually. Only about 10 or so minutes down the road, but – uh. Uh, not very, uh, Long Beach, not, not, uh, Long Beach, 25 minutes down the road, hop on the 22, you're there. So uh, yeah, two local teams taking out USC. So, uh, USC, everybody was, you know, they had the number one recruit supposed to be really good this year. They were ranked going into the season and, uh, they have, uh, they've lost some, uh, some, some games, but, um, yeah, so I think that's, uh, that'll wrap up our, our basketball talk. So we've got, a. Uh, we're going to go into what do you want to go into first, the NFL or to college yeah, basketball? Let's, let's do NFL and wrap. So we're going to we're going to do uh, NFL. We're going to we'll brief. Uh, we'll quickly go through week 14 uh, with what we can, because there are two games going on live right now as we're actually recording on a Monday instead of a Tuesday. Uh, and then we'll go over our picks, make three more picks each. And uh, we're going to wrap this up, though, with uh, our college football. It's bowl season, like we said. So we're going to give you all the bowl games. Name, you know, tell you the names of the bowl games and we're going to each give you a winner. But uh, we'll start with the NFL. And uh, I guess I'll lead it off since uh, Thursday night was uh, my Pittsburgh Steelers versus the New England Patriots. And uh, it's it's rough. Steelers were uh, they had two weeks in a row now where they were home against the Cardinals and then home against the Patriots and losing to the Cardinals at home. I mean, Kyler Murray, James Conner, it's like it's it's you know, it's shouldn't have lost to that game. But at least it's like those are playmakers. But the Patriots losing to Bailey Zappi. And the Patriots was rough. Hunter Henry came out of the woodworks that game. And they lose 21-18. to 18. Uh, Obviously, Kenny Pickett's out for the season. You got Mitch Trubisky, which did not did not look good at all. I mean, there was moments where I was like, what are they doing? Their play calling still now confusing me on offense when, you know, they decided to throw a deep pass on like fourth and one at the end of the game. And it was just, it was just pathetic. But uh, yeah, Steelers um, lose to the Patriots 21-18. to 18. Uh, you want to go every other game here, or do you want to... Yeah, I'll take this next one, because it was one of my picks. There you go, perfect. Uh, division game, Atlanta-Tampa Bay, um, actually was a game for first place. Atlanta was in first place, but Tampa, with a win on the road, could take first place there. And uh, they did They did just that. So, um, I think they, they did have to come from behind at the end, I think. Uh, let, me, let me confirm here. I was following along. Yeah, like the whole game went back and forth. Yeah, so Atlanta took the lead 25-22, but Tampa scored at the end 29-25 final. Um, I took Tampa plus two and a half, so I needed that that touchdown, um, and that worked. Um, so Tampa Bay is now in first place. If the, playoff, if the season ended today, Tampa would be hosting a playoff game again. That is crazy. Remember <laughs> um, last Baker year, they, Mayfield. Yeah, they were having a in the playoffs season. with Tom Brady, and even though they sucked, but it could happen again. 
Um, yeah, they are uh, something else here. That's pretty funny so far that the the season that they're having that whole division is uh, not very not very good. But uh, the next game here is kind of a, a little bit of a shock here. The Chicago Bears at home, twenty eight to thirteen winners over the Detroit Lions, who have now, I believe, dropped two in a row now. They uh still I think three or three, four. Yeah, they've they've uh, haven't no. really recovered since uh the the Thanksgiving massacre they lost to um was two the Packers. That's what it was. So yeah, they've uh so I guess they did win last week. So they they beat the Saints last week, but a close game only by five, and then they lose to the Bears. Their schedule ends uh pretty difficult actually. These are three playoff teams here in their last four games. You got the Broncos at home, which is actually this Saturday, and then at the Vikings, and then uh at the Cowboys, and then home against the Vikings. So. Uh, not going to be an easy schedule. But yeah, I mean, they should think, have enough still. But yeah, we think they'll still win that division. But unless know. the Packers keep getting hot, yeah. I mean, they're they're currently playing right now, like we talked about. Um, next we got Bengals Colts, which was actually uh, one of my picks. Yeah, not not a lot to say here other than the Colts just, or the Bengals just kind of took care of business. Yeah, I, solid I, again. And I had the Bengals. I told you guys Bengals plus one, and it actually closed to Bengals minus three. So that is what we call good line value you know you know we got it yeah. before uh, it switched around and uh so both these teams end up at 7 and 6 which is a repeating theme in the AFC this week oh yeah very um, we already mentioned the Steelers they're 7 and 6 yeah we'll get to a couple and, uh, more yeah, 7 we'll, and 6 teams we'll some more uh, and then some other ones but uh this next game here uh two 8 and 5 teams now uh the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Cleveland Browns crazy thing here was that uh Joe Flacco has now been named the start of the rest of the season because he threw for 311 yards and three touchdowns against the Jacksonville Jaguars to lead the Browns to a 31-7, 31-27 victory. Uh, Trevor Lawrence did play this game, which was surprised a lot of people. Not really, maybe not the smartest move because of his injury last week on coming off a short rest in the cold weather. But uh, yeah, he ended up playing and uh, they fell just short, 31 to um, to 17 here against the. Uh, Cleveland Browns. And uh, the next game we had here was a, a boring, you know, AF, uh, NFC South matchup. The, you know, 1 and 12 Panthers went to the Saints, who are now 6 and 7. They got a win, the Saints, uh, 28 to 6. Uh, but yeah, and I'll let uh, Andy take this next game because uh, this was one of his uh, picks also. Yeah, so uh, Texans Jets. Another uh, 7 and 6 team now. Yeah, so Houston had a nice little run here. They got to seven and five and uh, hit a roadblock here. So we we talked about last week. Tank Dell got hurt. He's out for the season. Um, good rookie receiver for for the Texans. Uh, one of their other their other top receiver, Nico Collins, got hurt in this game as well. Yeah. Jets are a really good defense. Um, again, I took the over. So that's you say Houston scored six points in this game. So I probably didn't win this bet, right? Um, and also. Game was zero zero at halftime. So I, again, I put tail of two halves. I took I took over thirty two and a half because it's like, look, I think Zach Wilson coming back or Simeon starting, the offense will be a little bit better, and I like Tech Houston's offense. Um, so it seemed like I, sh- I was going to lose this game at halftime, um, but somehow the Jets put up thirty in the well, second half. We should also note too that uh, Zach Wilson played quarterback. Yeah, three hundred yards and two touchdowns. It's almost like you know, like when you have to like. You put someone on timeout, and it's like he came back. Like, okay, now I'm mad. Like, I want to prove myself. It's like it's like they put a fire under his ass and played his best game of the year by far, and made it so someone like uh, Wilson, who's hasn't been able to have much production this year in fantasy, had nine catches for 108 yards, and uh, that was on my bench because I stopped starting him because of the fact that uh, you know they hadn't been uh, he hadn't had a good quarterback play for him. But uh, this next game. 
couple good quarterbacks. You got a. The L.A. Rams at the Baltimore Ravens, and this was an exciting one, went into overtime as the Baltimore Ravens, for the second time this year, I've seen now a walk-off punt in the, to end a game in over uh, yeah. in overtime. The first one being the Jets and uh, uh, who, who did the Jets play that night? The Bills on Monday Night Football. So the Baltimore Ravens went on a walk-off punt in overtime, 37-31. Lamar Jackson with a solid game, uh, 316 yards, three touchdowns. Cooper Cup came back to life here with eight catches, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, and then the Rams continue to feed uh, Kyron Williams as he had uh, 25 carries, 114 yards. That's what I don't get is how that guy's been so good. Yeah. And it's like it, I watch my team struggle to get like 12 yards rushing every <laughs> week. And it's like, and they, uh, yeah. And uh, the Rams, you know, they're six and seven, but they're, they're still in the hunt. Ravens, they'll go in for that. They want that home field advantage. They're now 10 and three, yeah, which is the best record Rams in the AFC. End of the season. They still got another game against the Niners, but. Uh, home for the Commanders, home for the Saints at Giants. Those could be I three wins. I feel like they can win those three That's games. at least two out of three wins. And then right the there. Niners might have clinched the number one seed at that point. We yeah. don't know. So they might, yeah, they, they could get luckier. They could win three or four. Very, very, very possible for that to be the case uh, to end the season for them. But um, Now the next game was a, a historical game oh, uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. So uh, Minnesota versus the Raiders. Uh you know, I hate the Raiders. They're just this game was also zero uh, zero at halftime. <laughs> yeah, zero zero halftime. A zero zero at the end of the third, uh, which like it was like the first time in sixty years or something that's happened. And uh, sadly, someone did score. Um, would have been nice if no one scored. I, I, there was a point where I thought, what if this yeah. game ends zero zero? But uh, the Vikings ended up benching Josh Dobbs, who's really struggled the last couple weeks. Uh, yeah, and I, Nick and I, Mullins, and they even said that they were. Uh, I know the coach was saying he was like after going into their bye last week that they were going to evaluate. That was the other thing too is both these teams were coming off a bye. And uh, so both teams in that week they took off forgot how to score touchdowns as there was zero touchdowns and should note too Justin Jefferson did play and then yep. got hurt that was good all these all these weeks I've been waiting in fantasy and he gets hurt right away yeah uh, I'd go to the hospital but I think he's fine um, but yeah the Vikings win uh, it was a key key victory because they're trying to stay ahead of these six and seven teams the yeah and they're seven, go to and, seven six and six and this or... probably all but finishes off the Raiders season. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, five and eight. They're not. They're not going to be a playoff team. And this was one of my picks. I had plus three, so we'll, we we take a push. A push is better than a loss. So um, yeah. And the next game here, the 49ers against uh, the Seattle Seahawks, who did not have Geno Smith, and another great game from Debo Samuel. Seven catches, 149 yards, two touchdowns because he had a receiving and a rushing touchdown. Uh, just very good game from them. Uh, McCaffrey scored again, or no? I did. Yeah, he did score again, right? McCaffrey. Did he have a receiving touchdown? Uh, no, I guess not. It was, uh, Samuel had two touchdowns and then uh, some guy named Jordan Mason. And then, um, uh, what's his face? George Kittle. But yeah, the Niners, I don't know about you, but I, I believe now, I mean, I believe for a while, but I, and I'm sure, I think you'll agree. The Niners are the best team in the NFL when they're healthy. It's, it's ridiculous how good they are. Uh, they're 10 and three. They're now looking to try to get that home field and, uh, that'll, that'll be difficult for them. I mean, for, uh, for opponents to go there. Yeah, no, I honestly think the, the 49ers have put together one of the best rosters in NFL history. Yeah. Um, when you just factor in that the quarterback is productive, but not like Does a star player and makes no money. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. you look at the rest of it, it's like you really, you could, Zach Wilson would win, would have nine wins. Like, oh, I think. Yeah. And that's not, I'm not trying to be mean to Brock Purdy. I'm just. That's just the facts. Whoa. Oh, Andy's getting a phone call from the president of the United States. I don't know what that was. That was some weird <laughs> name. But uh, speaking of quarterback play, we had two good quarterbacks in this next one. You want to take this one? Or actually, do you want to? Yeah, I'll let you have the next couple if you want. Yeah, this is a crazy outcome with this game. But 
Um, I didn't pick this game, but I, I thought about it. Um, I felt I felt good about the Bills. The Bills yeah. have been much maligned this year. Another seven they, and six team, but they have been. The numbers are good, so their offense has been still very efficient. Their defense is, even though not as good as it has been, is still like league average. Uh, so they go on the road to the Chiefs, who've been kind of struggling, and they are able to pull out a win here, but uh, with a little bit of controversy. Yep. And I do want to see the alternative where we don't have that and see what have happened because there was still time left, but we'll, we'll set it up here. Uh, Bills are up by three with about a minute and a half left, and Mahomes completes a pass uh, to Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Uh, it was going to be a big play already. Uh, at some point, Kelsey decides to turn around and throw the ball backwards to Kadarius Tony, who scores for what was that like 50, 60 yards yeah, ends up being like that. Um, to go ahead with you know a minute ten left or something, um, which would give the Bills time to still come back. Uh, but no, there's a flag on the field, and I'm like, well, what's this flag for? It's going to be holding offensive pass interference. Um, it's offensive. Offsides, which is like not something you see. You think, oh, offsides is for defense. False start is for offense. You can line up offsides and be offsides, and it it just rarely ever happens. Because um, you learn that stuff in like pee wee football. Like, well, just it's, yeah, it's your your. Why are you trying to get off the line quicker? It's usually, yeah. you know, in if an offensive lineman is usually trying to get off quick, they're going backwards. They're not going over the line. Um, but um, you go back and look. He did. He was not lined up, and uh. At, Takes away the, the big play, even though he was, I don't know how much of an advantage it gives you to be a tiny bit over over the line, but you yeah. know, he wasn't a tiny bit, but he was still like, you know, less than a yard, we'll say, you know, maybe a foot over the line. But usually receivers, they're cautious. They line up even further back. Um, you know, you have to be, that's, there's the middle ground. You have to be on the line, like a, a number of receivers, but you also have to not be over the line. But anyways, uh, it became this big controversy because that the Chiefs ended up not being able to c- convert and they lose the game, uh, and they complain that the Chiefs acted like. Well, Mahomes actually went AWOL. Yeah. Mahomes like like wanted to like had to be held back from like going after the refs. Like he, it was, he started complaining to Josh Allen. Yeah, after which the was game, such a bad it's like look. what is he going to do? Be like, it's yeah, such a bad okay. look. Like Josh Allen's like, I've been taking so much shit this year <laughs> with all this bad luck. You're going to fucking complain to me? You have two Super Bowls. Go fuck yourself. No, it's just bad sportsmanship too. Yeah. Tell the guy a good game and bitch to someone else. You don't bitch to the opposing quarterback acting like, yeah, bro, we should we should have beat you, but or even the like, refs fucked us. Give yourself some t- some time and like text him or something and be like, you know, that was bullshit. I should have got you or something like some other fun like that. But like, yeah, in at the end of the game, Josh Allen wants to celebrate. He's been beat up and his team has been left for dead and. Yeah, uh, yeah, was, he's trying to make it. A, he's trying to give his team game. a chance. That was a huge game for them. Yeah, to go to seven and six, and and now they join and the, the Bills. Ranks. The Bills host the Cowboys this week, so yeah. So the Bills have a tough schedule to end the season, or it had been, um, including this game, and they need to survive. What they, is their schedule actually? Can we look at that really quick? Because I know I know that they play the Chargers and Patriots still. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but Dolphins and Cowboys, so two of yeah. the best teams in the NFL left, and two of the worst teams in the NFL. Although I, what they did the Dolphins earlier this year, I'd though. argue the Chargers with Ethan Stick might be the worst team in the NFL. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get there though. Um, <laughs> no, that can't be you, true. Uh, it's close. <laughs> it's not true, but it's close. Oh, whoops, I'm um, just taking my shoes off. But yeah, the the Chiefs need to just fucking ignore it. Like stop. Like they're yeah. they they're acting like the Golden State Warriors, which is not a place to be. No, and they are like they are the NFL's um, Golden State Warriors. I don't know who the Draymond Green on the team is, but someone's gonna start yeah. Mahomes is definitely the Curry. Yeah, obviously. And I think Kelsey Kelsey's Thompson, Thompson yeah. yeah. <laughs> who would be I don't know who's I don't think do they have a crazy guy on the team? I don't think they really do. 
Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, he would have <laughs> been like scared. a Draymond. <laughs> um, but yeah, good for them. Fuck them. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we've got another AFC West matchup here. Um, Denver was one, had one f- four of five coming into this game, kind of saved their season here or five of five or six. Um, coming into LA to play the Chargers, they were actually underdogs, even though the Chargers had a rough season. But I think the Chargers were better than their record. They had a positive point differential. Um, but no, this the Broncos kind of dominated this game from the beginning. Um, it was seven nothing. Um, and it felt like the Chargers were getting destroyed. They couldn't do anything on offense. They, every time Denver would blitz and, and make a play against them, uh, really, really rough way to start the game. Uh, and then Justin Herbert gets hurt, breaks his finger right before halftime, and probably not going to play again this season. Is it the same hand that was already hurt? No. He, so he, this is throwing hand, which is why he can't play. Oh. Before, it was the offhand. Um, but it's to talk about Denver, it's been a remarkable turnaround. Their defense was... Not just bad. They were historically bad. The worst defense After of all time through like six weeks or, or something like that. And even now, after playing well for the last eight weeks, they're still like bottom five in all the defensive stats. Yeah, that game against the Dolphins uh, really hurt them. It, it really <laughs> You, yeah, you can't give them. up 70 points to a team. But this defense is looking really good. They're, they're calling blitzes at the right time. They're getting pressure on the quarterback. But uh, they have one of the best cornerbacks in the league with Patrick Sertan and a really good safety with Justin Simmons. And you get the other guys playing well, and they yeah, seem they seem like a, a real team. Another seven and six team. Yeah, so they're they're now they're seven and six as well. Um, I think they're a real team. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender because this offense did not look good. They did put up twenty four, but it was you know got a free touchdown off a turnover and got some other. They got a big wasn't play. There one where like Justin Herbert looked like he just threw it right to him. Yeah, like, he from, had, like point blank. Yeah, he was at like the two yard line. And he tried to throw it like and the guy just put his arm up. And it tipped it and went to another guy. It was also, kinda... though, Andy, I see looking here that uh, Quinson Johnson, huh? He had a, like a 60-yard play. Which with... is what we thought we, you got him for, right? Yeah. With stuff so like big, that. A big deep ball from Who Easton Stick. Okay, there you go. Easton Stick. So, uh, and all those yards came from Easton Stick because he had another he had like another 20-yarder right after that, too. Okay. It was pretty. Where did Easton Stick go? College? North Dakota State. Oh, South boy. Dakota State. Yeah. One of them. Some, some Dakota. Um, yeah. I think he was, he, was, he was the guy who took over for Carson Wentz. Okay. Um, all right. But yeah, Easton Stick had some production coming in, but not good. He couldn't see the rush uh, right before halftime. He got strip sack, a return for a touchdown, but then they reviewed it, and it was one of those things where like the hand was just starting to go forward, so it's an incomplete pass. Mm. But it was really an all around terrible play for him to not sense the rush. And then uh, the same thing happened at the very end of the game, where the Chargers was trying to maybe score at the end, maybe then get an onside kick, one of those things. Uh, but he just come, doesn't sense the guy. The blitzer coming and. Yeah, uh, sack fumble for thirty yards, and uh, he's he's not good. And um, I've been saying for the past few weeks that this current version of the Chargers team isn't talented. People want to talk about what the players they've heard of because they've been on their fantasy team before. Um, a lot of those guys aren't playing or they're not playing well. Um, and now Easton Six taking over. The one advantage the Chargers had is they had a good quarterback, and that's gone now. And I think they, I think they're. Definitely at towards the bottom. Like you look at these other teams, the Jets have still have a great defense, and they've got Garrett Wilson. They've got other talented players. I, th- I think the Chargers are in the Patriots Giants territory right now. Yeah. Like, um, or Raiders as well. Raiders are down there. Um, so good luck, football fans, for Thursday night football. Uh, Easton Stick versus Aiden O'Connell. Are you guys excited about that? Because uh, Al Michaels just submitted his resignation. <laughs> uh, 
pretty awful that that's that's coming up. That, yeah, that's, but that happens this late in the year. Yeah, um, they weren't expecting it. Um, but I mean, I guess it'll still be it's still a rivalry game. Both teams will try to play hard, I would imagine. But it's it's pretty bad. It's a fourth round rookie versus a fifth round guy in his fourth year who's never started a game. So. And we'll close out here actually with Sunday night football for the NFL week uh, as the Dallas Cowboys just dominated from start to finish over the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, 33 to 13 final defense looked good. Eagles offense looked completely lost. Uh, they, only, they didn't have an offensive touchdown. Their only touchdown was a fumble return touchdown. Uh, Cowboys looked like they were just were doing whatever they wanted. And now that puts the Cowboys also at 10 and three. The Eagles are 10 and three. Um, I know the Eagles have some injuries a little banged up, but they're scheduled to end the season here. We got at Seattle first the Giants versus the Cardinals and at the Giants. So very, very possible to win at least three of those. I mean, at Seattle, you know, you never know. But I mean, if Geno Smith is out, uh, that uh, could be easy there. And then the remaining schedule for the Bills, a little bit more difficult at the I mean, the, the Cowboys, I'm sorry, but a little bit more difficult as they go to the Bills, then at the Dolphins, home against the Lions at the Commanders. So actually a, a very difficult schedule for the to end the season for yeah, Dallas. But the point is, I think Dallas is still or the Eagles are still the favorite to win that division. Yeah, and I think they're going to. Cowboys will end up, which is crazy to think Cowboys are going to have, you know, let's call it. 12 and five or something like that, possibly, and end up with a, uh, on like the road a, against yeah. the Atlanta Falcons or Tampa Bay. Buccaneers. Yeah. Which is crazy. To me. And crazier things have happened in situations like that. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to be able to tell you guys the final scores of the Monday night game as they're both being played and they're both uh 10, seven at halftime. Yeah. So, uh, one of my picks was one of the Monday night games, uh, not looking good. It could still happen, but, but it looked worse the other day uh, for, uh, yeah, 10, seven, 30 um, point second, 30 and a half point second half. Crazier things have happened. Tennessee is actually beating the yeah, Dolphins. I was going to say, it's crazy. The Dolphins are just not scoring. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had over 47 and a half. I think it moved down to 46 and a half. But yeah, yeah, but, uh, still very low scoring. Yeah. And then Packers Giants is kind of what we expected. 10, seven game at the half, a little low scoring, uh, for that game. But, uh, yeah. So uh, I think we'll give we'll give some uh, some picks for next week here. We'll give you guys uh, three picks. Uh, also, this next week, be on the lookout. There's three Saturday games, so uh, we're at that point of the year, which will be uh, which will be fun. But uh, I'll go I'll go first here, I suppose. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, my first pick. I'm going to take, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm probably stupid for doing this, but it's just because it's it's desperation. It's gotta happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the Pittsburgh Steelers plus two and a half. I'm gonna take my Steelers. I don't think the Colts are that good. Now the Steelers are seven and six, and they know like, hey, we we have to win. Um, we're because we're their, their their schedule is going to give them the chance to, you know, they they play two games against two of the the remaining four games are against the seven and six teams. They play the Colts, and then they play the the, the Bengals at some point in there, uh, and that's that's their opportunity to uh, make some ground. Because then I know they play at Seattle and at Baltimore, but uh. Those games, I don't think, uh, you know, those teams are already, one's in the NFC, one's already in the playoffs. So, yeah, I'll take the Steelers plus two and a half as my first pick of the for this uh, week 15. Well, I'm taking Eagles minus three and a half uh, because I think... Monday Night Football. It's been a, it's been a rough uh, stretch for the Eagles, even though it's like they're losing a ton of games, but uh, they've been winning games close. I think people are kind of off on them, um, but I think they're still good. And I think Seattle's really been exposed as a pretty poor defensive team. I think it's one of the games the Eagles will will get right on, and they'll you know run the ball well and everything. So, yeah, no, I agree with that. Let's see here. I have to a lot of games without lines because we're trying to yeah, wrap up these Monday night games. Yeah, so. so I'm gonna have to just, you know, I think 
this next one I'll take here is mm, I'm just all over the place here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this one. I'm gonna give the Kansas City Chiefs minus ten, uh, just because of what happened. They coming off of this loss, and I think they'll go to New England and kick some ass. I think they need to take their frustration out on someone, and I think they uh, could be the team. Although at the same time, though, they could uh, they could just not be as good as I think. And on the road against solid defense, maybe they struggle. But I think the biggest thing about that is their defense is good enough to. Uh, Completely shut down Bailey Zappi and company. So I'll say the Eagle, I mean, the, the Patriots, I'm sorry, the Chiefs can do enough to win that game by double digits against the Patriots. And I'm uh, doing another NFC South game here. Um, Falcons minus three on the road against Carolina. It's Carolina. Like they're just shown to be a disaster. <laughs> so I think it's kind of Atlanta kind of needs this one. They, you don't want to keep it close either. You, no, yeah, you, you need to win to stay alive. Let me see here. So the, um, you know what? I think I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills minus two and a half. I think they're at home. They desperately need to win games. Cowboys, it seems like one of those things too, where when they play good team, although they looked really good against the Eagles, but I think when they play a good team on the road, it kind of you know you're gonna be in the cold environment. Uh, it says it's supposed to be, you know 36 degrees or so. Uh, and Josh Allen and company, they they need to keep winning. I think they got some momentum after beating the Chiefs. I think they got some confidence. Um, and they know their schedule is difficult, and so I, I'm going to take them to uh, to win that game uh, against the Dallas Cowboys and by by at least a field goal. Uh, I'm going to make a pick in that game as well. I'm going to take the under 49 and a half. Uh, it's in New York outdoors in the 30s, so uh, you know I just like it to be a be a tough game. You know Dallas has been scoring. I think it's it's they're a good defense. I think it'll be more like a you know, what we just saw from Buffalo, one of those 2017 type games. So, yeah, I agree with that. All right. Well, those will be our, our picks. So, uh, we're going to get into now to, uh, we're going to finish this podcast with bowl season mania as we're going to give you guys, we're going to name tell you guys all the bowl games, uh, the name of the bowl. Cause that's always fun. Like their sponsor and whatnot. And then, um, we're going to, uh, just give you who we think is going to win that game. So, uh, so we just start off here with the, First game, which is on... Uh, there's games this Saturday, so should we start up here at the top? With the yeah, so there are seven bowl games this Saturday, so it's a, a full, full slate, but a lot of a lot of smaller schools you wouldn't normally see, but... That's some big ones, too, in there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it opens up with Ohio versus Georgia Southern. So you want to do this uh, every other pick or something like that? Like, you go first, then I go first? Sure. Yeah, okay, so who do you want to... Who, who do you think is going to win this game? I'll let you start off in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Um... Yeah, you don't really have a lot of opinions on these teams. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. So, Especially the next game. <laughs> there are lines, and we'll, we'll put them in there. But uh, I'll, I'll take Ohio. It just there's two football states. Yeah, they both have better teams in their state. Um, but yeah, let's go with Ohio here. Okay. I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna also go with Ohio. That is who I was thinking originally. I think that that's the Ohio my grandmother went to college at. So I gotta I gotta support that. So I, I will take Ohio. Uh, the next game here, Andy, I don't know if you're going to have a <laughs> Howard versus Florida A&M. Yeah. Your guess is as good as mine. So I guess it's my turn to go first. I'll take Florida A&M, 11-1. I like their logo a little bit more. I'm going to, you know, over Howard here. But uh, no idea what I'm picking here. But And this is the Cricket Celebration Bowl. The 
Yeah, so they do have a, a sponsor, Quick Cricket And this Wireless. game is being played at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah, so this is a, you know, Atlanta Falcons Stadium here, and it's usually where there's a big bowl game and sometimes national titles, but uh, you know, they got a double dip. Um, I'm going to take Howard because I don't know when last time Howard has played in a bowl game. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, you know, the, the black colleges, I believe, uh, in Washington, D.C., Howard. That's uh, pretty cool that they're there. And it looks like they got a buffalo. The Howard Bison. Versus the Florida A&M Rattlers. They're, they're a snake. So, um, Next up, we got a bowl that's the same sponsor for like my entire life. The R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl, which is in New Orleans, of course. Uh, and that is Jacksonville State against Louisiana. So I think Jacksonville State, so that's Deion Sanders, right? Yeah. Um, and then playing the Raging Cajuns, who are kind of at home here. So what, what are you going to go with on this uh, one? It's your turn to pick first. I like those raging Cajuns. That's fun. Okay, then I'll uh, I'll jump on Jacksonville State then. Make uh, <laughs> make things a little different here. I'll I'll be on a uh, Jack State. All right, the next game we got here: the Avocados from Mexico Kirbel, uh, Miami, Ohio against Appalachian State. I'll take uh, Appalachian State. I feel like I just uh, that's just a team that I know more than Miami, Ohio. Well. I already took Ohio, so I should take Miami, Ohio. You think you think Ben Roethlisberger is going to be there? Uh, I don't think so. You think Wally Zerbiak is going to be there? I really don't think so. I think he went there, right? That- oh, I have no idea where Wally Zerbiak went. That was a that was a good poll. I was almost going to type in Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> um, and now I will. So we can find out where Mr. Wally went. Did Wally Zerbiak go there? He did. Very good poll, Andy. Wally Zerbiak. All righty. Well, the next game we got here is the Isleta New Mexico Bowl. Yeah, that's a new sponsor. So we got New Mexico State is in it uh, against Fresno State. So uh, it's your turn to pick here. So who who do you like in this matchup? Fresno State. Got to go with Fresno, California here. I'll I'll go Uh, with uh, New Mexico just because they're, they're, they're basically at home. Kind of. New Mexico State, I believe, is in Las Cruces. Oh. You know, a few hours yeah. from Albuquerque. Whatever. But closer than Fresno. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely closer than Fresno. But, um, All right. I like, this, that, I like that bulldog. This next game, we've got UCLA at, I don't know why I said at, <laughs> at home, basically, in Inglewood at SoFi Stadium against Boise State in the Starco Brands LA Bowl. Uh, I guess I go first this one. I liked how they looked against UNLV. I'm going to take Boise State here. I have a feeling I know where you're going, Andy. Yep. UCLA. You have to stay in California, which maybe that will preview the next And pick. speaking of California, yeah. Uh, we've got the last game of the night on Saturday is California at Texas. T- I keep saying that, Texas Tech. <laughs> California versus Texas Tech in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, which is being played in Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's your turn to pick first on this one. So who uh, who's Andy going to go with? Those California Golden Bears, All right. the final, their final time representing the Pac-12. Uh, it's important. You know, the thing is, too, is that we're really going in blind on this, like because I don't know who's playing, who's not playing. But I'll go Texas Tech. I feel like they're uh, – I like this, too. We, we've been going against each other yeah. a lot here. This yeah, is it was nice. necessary that Drake May is not going to play, which is like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, now there's some of those stuff I, I know. So, so. These game, this game, there's only one game on Monday, December 18th, and it will be the famous Toastery Bowl – which will be Western Kentucky against Old Dominion. Uh, it's my turn to pick first here. Uh, I'll take Western Kentucky. 
uh, in this game. All right, that, that is a that is a new one. Famous toastery at Jerry Richardson Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. Is that the Panthers? I mean, Jerry Richardson was the owner of the Panthers, but I don't know if they renamed I don't know, the stadium. Actually. I feel like that's did they lose a sponsor? Not the name of their stadium, but no, this is a small. Yeah, this is a small stadium. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'll take uh. Western Kentucky. And that game's at 11.30 a.m. on Monday. So nice early game for you gamblers out there that want to bet on an early college football game the week before Santa comes to town. So Old Dominion, they're usually in the NCAA tournament, so I'm going to go with them. You know, it's a team you know from there. Uh, is that John Morant go to Old Dominion? Um, Who? John Morant. John Morant went, went to, to Murray, Murray State. State. Yeah, okay. But, um, yeah, the, the next game we got here, um, we've got on Tuesday, December 19th, only one game, 6 p.m., University of Texas San Antonio against Marshall. Uh, I believe it's your turn to go first here, Andy. So who are you going to take in this one? So and this the Scooters a- Coffee yeah. Frisco Bowl. Scooters Coffee. I'm not sure. I'll have to look them up. But uh, that's in, yeah, Frisco, Texas. Um yeah, you know, even though San Antonio's not really that close to Frisco, I'm still I'm still home for them, we'll say. So I think I'm gonna go with them. Uh maybe uh Wapanyama will make an appearance. I don't know. Uh what? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them also. Give me UTSA as well. Okay, you're not even typing anything, Andy. This has gone out of control. It's, yeah, this is a tough way to do it. So uh we're both gonna go with University of Texas, San Antonio. Uh Thursday, December twenty first. We've got one game for y'all. And it's South Florida against Syracuse in the roofclaim.com. Wow, can't even <laughs> speak anymore. Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Um, I believe it's my turn to go first here. Uh, give me Syracuse. I don't, you know, whatever. Uh, Andy's also going to go with Syracuse. Yeah, in honor of uh, Jim Beheim. Keem Work. Okay. Um, the next game we got here for you guys, Friday, December 22nd. Again, the only game, night right in the middle of the day, 3.30 p.m., we got Georgia Tech against the University of Central Florida in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Yep, that's it. The gas, I don't know what that is. I don't either. But it is a thing, and it is happening at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. So I'm taking Georgia Tech, uh, even though UCF is closer. I'm taking Georgia Tech. Six and six on the year, you know, that's probably better than they've been in a while. Yeah, I'll go with uh, Central Florida. You know, I like a team that self-proclaims themselves the national champions like they did a few years ago. Uh, The next game here on Saturday, and now we got games on Saturday, and there's going to be a handful on Saturday. And the first one, two schools with only four letters in their name, Troy versus Duke in the 76 Birmingham Bowl. Um, I guess it's my turn to go first. Give me Troy. Uh Duke started off good, but then they, they went a little soft. And I, you know what's funny is I remember I, I think I can remember Troy playing in a game last year in the bowl game because I remember being at the Christmas like our work Christmas party. Yeah, when Troy was. Playing. I think they win their conference like almost every year. Now, but, <clears throat> yeah, they seem to be uh, pretty good. Duke's quarterback is going to transfer, I think. So I don't think he's going to play. But so I'm going to go with Troy here as well. Okay, uh, the next game we got here on Saturday, December 23rd, Arkansas State against Northern Illinois. Andy, what say you? Uh, I like Northern Illinois because, you know, I'm Chicago. Gonna, I agree with you. Camellia Bowl. I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, the Camellia Bowl. In, playing at the Crampton Bowl. That's Ooh, the name of the stadium. Montgomery, Montgomery. Alabama. 
A lot of yeah, a lot of southern states, a lot of Alabama, a lot of Texas, a lot of Florida, a lot of California in these bowl games because that's where they they don't want to play them in Fargo, North Dakota. That's what they're doing here. So very very good. Um, the next game we got here: James Madison against Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, I guess it's my turn to go first here. Um, James Madison had a great year, but do you think they've ever seen the triple option, Andy? I'm going to say no. So give me Air Force and the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth, Texas to take out the president of the United States, James Madison. I mean, let's do it. James Madison, who cares, you know? That's, oh, so you're going you're gonna to pick James Madison. I am. Okay. Like, let's see what they got. I mean, they're, I like it. they can play basketball sometimes. So They can. They're actually very good at basketball this year. Uh, the next game here, two teams not so good in college basketball. Georgia State. Actually, Utah State might be all right. Georgia State against Utah State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Um, I guess it's <laughs> Andy really liked that one, huh? No, I really liked the Albertson Stadium. That's where Boise State plays at Albertson Stadium now. Like that's embarrassing. Yeah, but Albertson's is trying blue. to sell itself. But uh, Andy, what, what's uh, what's that your pick right here? I guess it's your I'm going to stick go with Georgia. Okay, stay with Georgia here. So. Uh, I'll go with Utah State just because they're closer to Idaho than Georgia, and I think they probably like potatoes. I think they'll travel well. There's Mormons all over those areas. Um, the next game here, I think we got Jordan Love will go to that game. No, the next game we got here is South Alabama against Eastern Michigan in the 68 Ventures Bowl being played at Hancock Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama. Um, give me South Alabama, Eastern Michigan. I think they, even though they went six, six, they were, they were not a good team. I don't even know if it was my turn to go first, but I think it was. So I'm, I'm going South Alabama. Well, give me the other one just for fun. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 16-point spread, Andy. Don't be foolish. (laughs) He's going to do it, though. That's what we like about Andy. Eastern Michigan. You know, Uh, they had some... Chris Kamen went to Central Michigan, so close enough, right? Yeah. Uh, Antonio Brown went A couple of buddies of mine went to Eastern Michigan. Didn't Antonio Brown go to Eastern Michigan? Central. Damn it. uh, No one went to Eastern Michigan. No. The next game being played at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, you got Utah against Northwestern in the SRS SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Your pick first, Andy. Staying with Chicago again, Northwestern. Oh, boy. I'm going to go Utah because, again, Mormons are in those areas. They're going to travel. All right. The nightcap. Uh Coastal Carolina against San Jose State in the Clarence T.C. Ching Athletics Complex uh, Arena in Honolulu, Hawaii, in the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Uh, my turn first here. I'm going to go San Jose State. One of my best friends and my roommate, their nephew, plays on San Jose State. So um, I'm going to cheer for them. So give me San Jose State. I'll go the opposite from you. Jesus. Coastal Carolina. Andy's going out of control here. Uh, they got a, a bird. They're Chanticleers. Cool. I, I like the Shand- I like a Chanticleer. All right. Now we move on to Tuesday, December 26th, when you're the post hangover from Christmas. We start off nice and early at Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan, when Bowling Green takes on the boys from Minnesota in the Quick Lane Bowl. With a um, losing record, Minnesota 5-7. and seven, Yeah. Still favored in this game. Your turn first, though, Andy. Who, who do you like in this one? Uh, I'd like to see a, a team with a, lo- a team finish with a losing record and win their bowl game. I don't know if that's ever happened before, so... <laughs> Let's so you're going it. Minnesota? Uh, or maybe you're not going with anybody the way you're typing. <laughs> no, Andy's going to go with Minnesota. I'm going to go with Bowling Green then. I'm a big fan of the Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next game here on Tuesday, December 26th, uh, Texas State against Rice 
in the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl being played at Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Dallas, Texas. Uh, two Texas teams. Um, give me rice or give me death. <laughs> I'll take rice. Oh, Andy's going to go with Texas yeah, it's a good, State. It's a solid food. Um, you think Anthony Rendon will be there? <laughs> I'm, I'm try to remember anyone I can for any college. Uh, I, I know, you've been doing a great job. <laughs> um, the next game here, we've got Kansas against UNLV in Chase Field, Phoenix, Arizona, and the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Andy, it's your pick first, I believe. All right. Do you think Paul Pierce will be there? Okay. Do you think Akib Talib will I, be there? Stop. I'm just <laughs> give a game, buddy. I know, I'm sorry. kidding. Uh, this is the guaranteed rate bowl, by the way. Um, I'm going to go with Kansas uh, because of you know Kansas basketball. Okay, that's I why I'm going to go with UNLV because UNLV basketball. No, because also it's like you know UNLV had a great season. Um, they probably will lose this game, but I, I'm, I'm going to be cheering for them, so I want to go with them. Plus, you know, spices things up. Andy's taking a few big underdogs here, so I can't just be sitting here taking all the double-digit favorites. So give me the UNLV uh, team down, uh, getting getting 12.5 points. Uh, then we move on to the following day, Wednesday, December 27th, in the Military Bowl presented by GoBowling.com, and I am always down to go bowling. That's Virginia Tech against Tulane. Uh, my turn first. Uh, give me Give me Virginia Tech. I don't. I don't know. This Tulane team's always kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, Tulane pulled off a, a big game last year, but uh, Virginia Tech, I think, is pretty close to Annapolis, Maryland, so that's something to think about. Um, but I, I'll, I'll go with the opposite. I'll go with Tulane. Yes, and um, the next game we got here, uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina against West Virginia. Um, you tell me, Andy. What, what is your pick in this game? Well, it has to be West Virginia. I said Drake. I yeah, gonna, I was going to call him Drake Mayo because he's uh, playing I'm, in the Mayo. Bowl. I'm going to go West Virginia also. Um, yeah, I think without Drake May. And I think having North Carolina play in a bowl game called Duke anything yeah. is a bad idea. So, actually, that came across my mind as well. All right, uh, the next game we got here five o'clock on Wednesday evening in San Diego, California, the Holiday Bowl, the Direct TV Holiday Bowl. Louisville against USC. Give me Louisville. No interest in USC. They're just awful this year. Uh, but Andy doesn't think otherwise. Yeah, it's going to be a new era here for USC. So they're going to try to do something with whoever's playing. I don't know who's actually going to play. Um, we know Caleb Williams is not. Yeah. So I, I think being you know in Southern California, I think they'll, they'll show up. There's no probably all their fans are depressed, but still. Yeah. All right, 6 o'clock that evening, Texas A&M against Oklahoma State in Houston, Texas in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Um, your turn to go first here. Who do you like? This is basically a home game as well for, for A&M. Yeah. Uh, so I think i got to stick with them. All right, I'll go with Oklahoma State. I'll go with Oklahoma State then just to spice things up, make things fun and exciting. Okay, now we move on to Thursday, December 28th, SMU against Boston College at Fenway Park. In the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. It's my turn to go first here. I'm going to go SMU. One of my best friends played football there. So um, I'm going to represent his team. Yeah, I think I have to go with, with yeah. SMU as well. Just Don't be foolish. Wasabi and Boston doesn't go go together. So just I'm punishing them. Yeah, that's a, that's a good call. All right, next up, we got Rutgers against Miami in the Bronx, New York at Yankee Stadium in the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. 
Who do you like, Andy, in this bad boy matchup? Let's stick with the Northeast Rutgers. All right. Not a home game, but kind of. There's probably yeah, a lot of Rutgers I'm going to go with Rutgers also. Another buddy of mine actually went to Rutgers, played volleyball, so I'll go with that for him. Uh, next God, do up. I think Ray Rice is going to go to this oh boy. game? Is he even Ray Rice is allowed the, in the, like, I was gonna say, Is he allowed anywhere? Is he even in the United States? Can you imagine? Like, like when was oh, last Ray time Rice anybody was here and he's like waving? Like. So, 2.45 p.m. at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. We've got NC State against Kansas State. And Andy, get ready for this. The Pop-Tarts Bowl. There's going to be Pop-Tarts flying everywhere. And because of that, give me Kansas State. I don't know what it has to do with that, but... I think I'm going to pick both teams to win. Yeah. You're all winners in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. But um, if you're going to go Kansas State, I'll take NC State here. All right. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. Next up, to end the slate on Thursday, December 28th, just a few days before New Year's Eve, in San Antonio, Texas at the Alamo, Alamo Dome, number 14, Arizona, against number 12, Oklahoma, in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Um it's your turn to go first here, Andy. Who do you who do you like? I'm going with Arizona. Dylan Gabriel is out. He okay. is uh, transferred you know, to I forgot Oregon. Oregon. Um, so, so I'm going to go Arizona also, only because I wanted to take Oklahoma because I was like, you know what? I'll do whatever the opposite is on Andy on this one. But I think Arizona had such a surprising season. So to see them win a bowl game, I think would be means a lot to them. It would be cool. Them, yeah. This Alamo Bowl is always like a good game, but it's always yeah. pretty early. Yeah. So now we move on to Friday, December 29th. Right before New Year's weekend, we got Clemson against Kentucky in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. It's my turn to go first here. Give me Kentucky. Fuck Clemson. They just didn't even look like they gave a shit this year. Yeah, I wanted to go with Kentucky as well. But maybe maybe I'll just I'll, I'll take Clemson then. <laughs> you stole my team. But, um, all right, the next game we got here in El Paso, Texas in the Sun Bowl. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Oregon State against Notre Dame. Uh, is DJ playing? I don't think he is, right? Because he's transferring. Uh, give me Notre Dame. Why not? Yeah, I think we're both picking Notre Dame. I mean, yeah. Sam Hartman's like a ninth-year senior, so he's, yeah. he's, he'll, he'll probably play here. He'll definitely help them out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Notre Dame. Yeah, and then the next game we got here at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium in Memphis, Tennessee. We got Memphis against Iowa State at the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Your pick first here, Andy. Memphis is at home, and they're... Eight and a half big dogs. Big underdogs, but it's like, I don't know. Should I stay away from that? I I think I have to stay with Memphis, though. And then I will go with Iowa State just to shake it up. As Taylor Swift once said, shake it up. Actually, I don't know if she said that. No, she definitely said shake yeah. it out or shake it up. She shook something up. Yeah. Um, the next game we got here, 5 o'clock p.m. Saturday. What day is this? What day are we on? Friday night? Friday night. In Arlington, Texas, at AT&T Stadium, home of the Dallas Cowboys, we got the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. So this is one of the first big bowl games, right? The Cotton Bowl. Number nine, Missouri, against number seven, Ohio State. We already know where I'm going. Ohio State. It's my team. My family's team. I know they're not playing their quarterback, but I don't think it matters. Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably, is he playing? Probably not. Maybe, though. Yeah, probably not, but <laughs> we don't know yet. Um yeah, I'll take Missouri because it's like the same logic as Arizona. Like, this is a good season for them. They're going to want to win this one. Yeah. Ohio State kind of, their season ended uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Now we move on to Saturday, December 30th. We got 9 a.m. in the morning in Atlanta, Georgia. Old Miss against Penn State in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Um, I'll. You want to go first on this one? Who do you like? I like Penn State here. Okay. Then I'll, I'll go with Old Miss. 
All right. And then the next game at Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, the tran the trans perfect music city bowl. Auburn versus Maryland. Uh, I'll take I'll take Auburn because uh one of the guys that's in the HOA that I maintain, his son went to Auburn. He's a really cool guy, gave me a good review. So go, go, go Tigers, right? Is that what they are? Auburn Tigers? What are they? Are they Tigers? Mm-hmm. Okay, then yeah, go go Auburn. Who do you got, Andy? <laughs> uh I'll go whatever the other team <laughs> maryland, maryland I, right. I had to look up what trans perfect was yeah well translator it's a, and it does it perfectly awkwardly named thing at this point in time oh 100 they, they didn't really project um anything but yeah so what did i say maryland <laughs> yeah you're going maryland all right at one o'clock uh, and the Capital One Orange Bowl in Miami Gardens, Florida at Hard Rock Stadium, home of the Miami Dolphins. We've got Georgia against Florida State. Uh, give me Georgia. I'm like, Florida State just sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's such a big line. I, I, why is Georgia favorite so much? Well, but. I think, uh, I honestly think Florida State's in a letdown. They know they should have been in the playoffs. I don't think they have any motivation in this game. Georgia probably not either, though, to be honest, but. You know, I know we're just picking straight up. I'm going to say Florida State. Okay, it's not it, Georgia State, Andy, that I took. Okay, I'm going to say Florida State loses by the covers, the 14. 10. I'm not going to okay. cover. I'm going to adjust it down to 10. Okay. Then I, then I win. Okay, okay, that's fair. Maybe we can both win this game then. <laughs> um, but anyway, all right. The next game we got here, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Here it is. Toledo versus Wyoming. Um, who do you want? You can go first. I think you said you like the Mac, so I'm going to go against you. Okay. Wyoming. Then, yeah, I will stick with the Mac. Give me Toledo. And now we're into New Year's Day. About ready to wrap up. Yeah, new, we're getting close here. New Year's Day in the morning, after everybody's all hung over, it's like, what's the best thing we can see? And it's Wisconsin LSU at Raymond James Stadium, home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, uh, the Relia Quest Bowl. Uh, I'll take LSU. Andy will also take LSU. Yeah, because they're, they're also in that mode of, yeah. like, we want to have a nice game yeah. with our season. And the next game in Glendale, Arizona, Oregon versus Liberty in the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Oregon. I, mean, I think that's obvious on both of us. No reason to get too cute here. Uh, next, though, up in uh, Camping World Stadium again in Orlando, Florida. We got Iowa against Tennessee. So uh, who, do, who do you like in this one? I was going to shock the world here and actually – Score like a thousand points, 17 points. Yeah, all right. I'll go with Tennessee. That's it's Andy went with uh, hmm, excuse me, Iowa. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This was also the Cheese It Citrus Bowl. I should have definitely mentioned the Cheese It's Bowl, uh, but yeah, I'll take Tennessee. Uh, the next game here now we're into the college football playoffs, Andy. We finally got there as Alabama will be playing Michigan in the and uh, in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. In the CFP semifinal at the Rose Bowl, presented by Prudential, uh, Andy, I guess it's my turn to go first. Uh, give me Alabama. All right, we're both picking Alabama. Then I think uh, Jim Harbaugh will accept the uh, NFL job shortly after this game. Yeah, uh, ten I agree. days or so after that, and it'll be, it'll be over. Um, so interesting. They used to have like a bowl games in between the two playoff games and the title. I always thought they were like afterwards, like shitty bowls. Yeah, they were like bad ones, but uh, not this year. So, all right. Well, in the final game here in the other playoff game, we got Texas against Washington at Caesars Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. The CFP semifinal at the Allstate Sugar Bowl. 
Uh, your turn to go first here, Andy. Who's uh, who's gonna do it? Guys, stick with Pac-12 for the last the last time. You know what? I'm gonna go with Washington also, only because I uh, I would just rather them do it. So yeah, go Washington. And uh, is that that wraps it up? I guess that we we could pick the national championship then. Oh yeah. So who do you think is gonna win it all, Andy? Let's just stick with Washington. Let's see what right. happens. Okay, you're gonna stick with Washington. I'm gonna say Alabama. I think Alabama somehow shocks the world and wins it all. And, uh, you know, the the week, the episode we do between these, we'll probably have the final matchup and we can really yeah. talk about it. But Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else or is that going to wrap it up? All right. Looks like that's going to wrap it up. This was episode 354 of Sports for the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Tony. And with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Thank you. Yes. Please uh, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend. And uh, have them tell a friend. So we uh, appreciate you guys listening. So uh, thank you very much. Have a good evening or a good day, whatever it may be. Goodbye.